0: This is Gabby McKay, um, back with a Leadership Reflection 4 on modules 10 through 12. Um, I thought that these were very interesting and very helpful, but they didn't, like a lot of the things didn't apply to me. Um, I'm a very go-with-the-flow and problematic person, and I just kind of step in when I need to. So I personally don't cause a lot of conflict, but um, it was still good to know. And it applied to some things in my past. Um, some things that stuck with me were, I learned the five dysfunctions of team um, in high school, but it was interesting to see um, the like traits of a person that go with them. So inattention to results was status and ego. Avoidance of accountability was low standards. Lack of commitment was ambiguity. Um, fear of conflict was artificial harmony and avo- absence of trust was invulnerability. Um, I thought that that was really important and it was a good touch on the slides and in the lecture because I feel like if you say them, like inattention to results, avoidance, accountability, whatever, if you say that, sometimes you can't directly relate it to a team or a person in the team. But if you say status and ego, if there's a problem with status and ego, you can have inattention to results it's pretty easy if you have a person in your group that has a problem with status and ego, you'll be like, oh yeah, that's a dysfunction we have. Um, uh, Some emotions I felt were, I kind of felt empowered because um, even though I'm not a problematic person and I kind of steer away from conflicts, I have been in toxic relationships with different kinds of people in the past. Um, And it makes me a little bit feel better to know that like the things that I did to help myself were justified and that there are other methods. Um, Something that I do that when I'm arguing with someone it makes people so mad as I stop to calm myself down and just take everything in. And people get so mad at me for it. They're like, if we're in a conflict like don't say something and walk away. And I'm like, well, if I'm angry I'm just gonna say hurtful things, not things that um, that I want to say. And if I have time to calm down, I can like process information and what needs to be said. And that was part of the um, table for practicing, engaging with civility on- online, I guess, yeah. Um, I just thought that kind of related. Um, Some or confirming ideas that surfaced for me was it was interesting to see the different kinds of power people hold. Um, I always knew that different kinds of people had influence over different like demographics um, based on how they got their power and based on what they do with it. Um, So, for example, people like social media influencers hold a lot of power. And um, I think that can be kind of destructive because they weren't. Not that you have to be a servant leader to be a good leader, but they didn't build up to being a leader. They just kind of got power, and I feel like that's why a lot of young social media people will get in controversies because they don't really know how to express that power and how it influences their viewers. Um, I personally think that referent and coercive power are very destructive and dangerous because it kind of gets followers just to follow blindly and do things that they don't necessarily want to do. I think that this is like how groupthink can start. And that's kind of frightening. Um, Some impactful surprise for me was how heavy values play into ethics. Um, I think it's very interesting how like I could be in the same position as another person and I would do what I would think is ethical and they would do what they would think is ethical. But they could be two completely different things just based off of their values like um ethics isn't a universal thing and I feel like sometimes that's why companies will get in trouble and like scandals and stuff because they're trying to do what's ethical but sometimes um like it's not what other people think is like the best route of action based on their own values um that was kind of surprising to me um something that I'm more curious about is um, the best way to deal with dysfunctional leadership. I know that one of the things that was difficult was like feeling powerless, like you can't do anything. Like, Let's be real, if you and I were alive in the Holocaust, there was probably not much that we could do. um, And that's kind of frightening to me, but I was really curious about the best way to deal with um, dysfunctional leadership. Um, I want to explore that more. What did you discover about yourself? Um, it kind of shocked and scared me that uh, I saw parts of myself when talking about ineffective leadership and follower traits. So back to the uh, the five dysfunctions, when I was talking about artificial um, harmony and the fear of conflict, I said this earlier, but I'm a very unconfort- confrontational person and I won't confront someone unless it needs to be done, and sometimes even then I won't do it, Um, but I'm a very go-with-the-flow kind of gal, and I'll deal with whatever's thrown at me, so I guess that one kind of applies to me. Um, The best, like, team member chart triangle thing, Um, I identify myself as a lovable slacker. Um, I am humble and smart, and those kind of fit me perfectly but sometimes I um struggle with the hunger part of it um I really need to be passionate about something or excited to work on something to have the hunger for it it's kind of hard for me to just do stuff like I'm having a really hard time with online school because sometimes not necessarily this class but sometimes other classes in one in specific won't mention any names. Um, I feel like they're just giving me busy work and I'm not passionate about that. I don't want to do it. So it makes me probably not the best team member. And that's something I need to work on. Um, I'm a conformer. Um, I don't really step in on a subject unless I need to take leadership because everyone else is lacking or, um, yeah, I don't really, I'll just go with the flow unless I need to step out of, step out of line. Um, the last one is that I am cooperative and unassertive. And I think the cooperative part can, can be a positive trait. But um, the unassertive is not. Um, it's something I need to work on. Uh, on the little chart that's there, I'm definitely more concerned with satisf- satisfying other people over myself. Um, I'm more likely to accommodate and compromise sometimes avoid but um I'm most likely to compromise and accommodate and then probably next would be collaborative and avoiding I'm not a very competitive person I don't really care about winning um obviously like a sports situation that's different but I don't get really competitive with other people other than myself um and lastly how can I put these into practice um I need to get rid of those bad traits um I think many of them can come with being an introvert and just being kind of a laid-back being um it but I have noticed it has improved since I've gotten to college I am becoming more of an outgoing person and I will step in if something's not going right but it's still something I need to work on um It's just something I need to be conscious about in the future. And I'll try and put that into practice the best I can. Goodbye.